0: Learn more at marines.com. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more, so you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and
1: welcome to the Foot Weekly Podcast. This is a nostalgia special. We're going back through 10 years of foot history to dig up the best cards and some excellent insights from behind the scenes from Boy. I'm your host Ben and you'll hear all that and more in this week's edition of the Foot Weekly Podcast on Foothead and all your usual podcast platforms. Hello and welcome to a Foot birthday special. It's 10 years of Foot, so we found the closest thing to an EA employee we could get. It's Chewboy. Ah, 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 <laughs> How are some you
2: doing? Oh, God.
1: Yeah, nice to see you sharing. Uh, you mentioned it actually last time you were on the pod, didn't you? Your Employee of the Month award um, from EA, and you shared it on Twitter, so there's actual photo evidence now.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, from uh, March 2015, price ranges. It was a great month in uh, the history of FIFA.
1: Yeah, and we're going to go through the years talking about our favourite cards that um, we used or maybe didn't use that we hated coming up against, that kind of thing. And um, we've also got the Foot Coach, a.k.a. Steve, of course, with us, as per usual, tucking into one of those Beer 52 beers that I mentioned last week, actually, already.
3: I am indeed, Ben, yeah, and a, and a mighty fine drop it is. Those who uh, who tune into my Twitch streams will will know that I do like the odd, the odd tipple. And It's going down very well. I'm on a, mm-hmm. a fine ales this evening. Um, refreshing orange and lemon mm-hmm. farmhouse ale brewed in celebration of international collaboration for the Citizens of Everywhere project. Very nice, it is too.
1: And we've also got. Oh, actually, Steve, I'll let you. Int- I mean, I'm, I'm also a big fan of his series, but Steve, I know you, you are an especially big fan. So, Steve, why don't you do us the honours of introducing our other guest? It
3: would be my pleasure, Ben. Yeah. The other guest. On today's podcast is Tom Mills, the creator of The Free Pack Project, the YouTube channel which, well, the YouTube show which really first got me watching YouTube content. So, great honour for me to meet Tom. How are you doing, mate? Very good, thank you.
4: That's um, very high praise now. I haven't put an episode out for about two years, so I suppose you're just rewatching the old ones. Still remembered fondly. (laughs) And uh,
1: yeah, the Free Pat Project came out on Foothead's YouTube, and you worked for some time as sort of Foothead News, I guess. um, Kind of like the the precursor to Luke Zimmerman, who we had on the pod.
3: So you're kind of the Luke Zimmerman beta then? Yeah, they were just sort of trying it out with (laughs) us, and then they got an American in to do it properly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Before we get into. A bit of nostalgia, and um, one thing we did here was another previous employee of EA, Christoph Lebrun. Who, dude, do you know exactly what he did at EA? Because I'm not quite sure. I think it was something to do with content creation for Foot.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, he was the the producer, the main producer on content for Ultimate Team up until thirteen. Maybe like launch at thirteen, or right before thirteen, he left. But he was like the producer. He was like the main dev person i worked with when i first got yeah there.
1: that makes sense and so he tweeted out today saying a little over nine years ago i pushed out the first fifa ultimate team inform instantly erasing the base version of the player as i forgot yeah, to make yeah. a copy first <laughs> yeah that, um, good times that sounds like
2: the early days yep <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah which is kind of funny considering um you know still mistakes today after last night wasn't it um that uh, was it bird camp was released as Clivert, or perhaps the other way around. Um, a minor issue, really, um, compared to completely erasing a player from the database, but um thought that was quite funny and a good thing to bring up at this time. But, yeah, we've had now 10 years of Foot since '09 when it first came out, and in that first game, we only saw a couple of months of it. Did anyone here actually play Foot in, in FIFA 09,
2: No, I was actually... So, I was actually playing Pez at that time. Pez 07, Pez 08... And then I took a break Oof. from sports games, and I was playing mostly Call of Duty, to be honest with you, and like stuff like mm. Mass Effect, Rock Band. I was really into Rock Band, uh, um, and yeah, I didn't come back until eleven slash twelve, mainly twelve. So I actually took a, mm. a break from FIFA at that point. So I should was not there. I was I was not an OG FUD founder as. Uh, people yeah, I have say. to admit
1: as well. I didn't play in that first year. I mean, it was it was almost like a beta. It was quite different to how foot was the year after there was a lot of kind of sticker book related stuff which i believe i don't know whether i'm right about this too that they moved away from that model because of maybe rights conflicts with yes was it panini or something like that they they had to move away from that
2: yeah it was panini that's why they don't really like to call it cards you know stuff like that and like have a sticker book yeah they have to call them items sent they yeah yeah, because it's like panini will be like oh but we're the official sticker book of the premier league you know so it's like oh you guys are doing Mm. a digital sticker book so i think that's why they uh they they, they ventured mm. away
4: from that but tom did you end up getting on it on that first uh, i know i did because my account tells me that i did and i've got some uh oh nine players who were, were in generations when um when that was a thing uh on the web app but
2: oh is there no more generations
4: yeah generations isn't
1: here this year which made this particular oh. episode much harder because i couldn't just go and look in generations. yeah what? that's what i went to do was I just know. to
4: go and have a little look through that but it's not there um but yeah, no, no, I no, uh, have wow. very little memory of it.
2: I have barely logged into the web app. I just realized I always use the phone app though.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true actually. And I think when they completely redesigned the web app, so that it yeah, it's quite it wasn't, different. It wasn't great. They, yeah, they... I,
2: I think, I think was it was it seven, seventeen? Was it?
1: Yeah, and and I think obviously I can see why you know maybe not that many people did it, but. It was great to be able to... You know, I do it almost once a year. Go back and have a look at what players I'd owned in the past and, and see which ones are good. And that's exactly what we're actually going to go and do now. We tweeted out asking you to send in your flashbacks from the past and uh, you got in touch in your hundreds. I mean, we literally had hundreds of replies to that tweet. So uh, it, it took a lot of scrolling to get through them all. A lot of looking at very sweaty players. I have to say, like, the, the caliber of player... I was expecting mainly, you know, big high-rated cards, but it was mainly the likes of Wellerton and, uh, <laughs> no, more, I mean. oh, well, no, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I hate it was, uh, the part I
2: hate the most. Yeah, oh, it, was, no. it
1: was quite something, but what I'm going to do for this section, because I've got my own hit list, I'm going to hand over to Steve. He's going to take on his first hosting job um, at the foot weekly podcast. Steve, take it away.
3: Thanks very much, Ben. What could possibly go <laughs> no, wrong? Yeah, I mean,
1: take the reins. <laughs>
3: Uh, let's start with FIFA 10 then what, does, does anybody have a particular card from FIFA 10 that they'd like to discuss I mean I'll just dive uh, straight in,
1: in, in that, sorry I was going to dive straight in because there's one that we got suggested quite a few times and that is uh, and Chew I'm sure you would appreciate this one as well Gabby Abonlahor I mean oh, oh the <laughs> just, the, the, there's a shiver down my spine just thinking of him there's actually a video on YouTube I found uh, researching for this pod um, where someone got about 20,000 views just buying them off the market and discarding them so that is the kind of uh, hatred but yeah actually, what was your what was your choice
2: actually no I didn't get it to ultimate team until 12 until oh yeah FIFA of course 12. yeah 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 so actually. 10 and 11 uh not applicable for me but I do remember Bon Lahore he even in FIFA 12 he I think FIFA 12 was his peak I would yeah say. yeah but you're we'll probably get right,
1: to that actually. yeah yeah um and the other player that I wanted to raise is uh Johan Gorkuf he's going to be the next sedan people thought a lot of him um and there's this ridiculous goal that um you can look up if you search gorku versus psg where he does some outrageous kind of two skills to get around two players and and does this outside the foot shot into the top corner but not long after that uh, he got this um, special card on um, fifa 10 and th- this is his first upgrade um, weirdly back then they didn't look like informs so they had no visual difference to regular cards but you got a plus four on his card from an 84 to an 88. Uh, he got a plus 10 on his heading. He got, like, plus... I think it was plus 6 on his shooting. But, yeah, I didn't play that game that much, but I remember bits um, and pieces. I think I was more interested in other modes at that time. Uh, like, it sounds like you were as well, Tom.
4: One uh, was um, Van Persie, um for FIFA 10, just because... United.
2: United Legend. Well, <laughs> <Arsenal? laughs> then it
4: was, obviously. Yeah, um, less the United Legend. Actually, it was quite funny looking at it again today, just because... I mean, it was unheard of really to see an Arsenal player with that high rating at that time. So <laughs> I, was, uh,
1: I was quite pleased with that. And also um, the two players that public wanted to pick out were Pato. Um, this is sent in by Rick Boas. He had a triple 90, 90, pace, 90 shooting and 90 dribbling, which looks really nice. Um, and also a man who is not particularly well known now, but um, an Argentinian who played for Marseille called Lucho Gonzalez. don't know if anyone remembers mm, yeah, I remember. him. Yeah, um, sent in by Craig on Twitter. He had an 87 rated card, which just looked like the kind of perfect, I guess you know, register, holding midfield player. 80 pace, 80 86 dribbling, 85 shooting, 88 passing, uh, 74 defense as well. So yeah, really really nice card.
4: Caught cool. quite a few um, shouts for David Villa as well in the uh, in the comments. Yeah, of course. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right, I think we're we're probably ready to move on.
3: For sure, all very much before my time, I should add, so I can't really contribute a great deal to this this section of the discussion, which is probably why it's a great idea for me to host it, Ben, I'd imagine. I can kind of see where you're going with this. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, move on to uh, to FIFA 11. Ben, which cards would you, uh, would you like to talk about from FIFA 11? Well, so
1: the first one I've done this especially for you, because I wanted to keep you interested at this stage, was uh, Darren Bent, Sun- mm, Sunderland uh-huh. card at the time. I went about, Legend. for some reason, building an England team to start with, and uh, while that didn't go great... Darren Benn was a pretty like, good poacher. He, he got better, I think, in, in future years, but he had sort of 88 pace, um, 80 shooting, um, and uh, pretty average dribbling, to be honest. Um, and it's weird, in this time, basically, defence included strength. I think that's right, too. It's basically any time before physical was on the cards. It was heading, and so strength was included in defence. So he had strikers with, like, surprisingly high defending stats. Um, so mm. he had, like, 67 defending or something. But, yeah, he, he was really good.
3: Did, uh, did cards have loyalty in them days, Ben?
1: I think they did, actually. I think loyalty has always been in their game. Okay. Any, any any reason okay. to disagree?
3: I would imagine that was maybe a bit of a problem
1: for Bent. That's all.
3: Sunday of Nobody else will get it. Let's move on. Um,
1: oh, one more player, Alex. Um, this guy who isn't very well known, played for Fenerbahce at the time, played there a long time. He's a Brazilian. So long that he, I think became a turkish citizen and this was in like the later years of his career already and this is fifa 11 he had this ridiculous card with 81 pace 91 shooting 90 passing 95 dribbling i mean he's an 88 rated card and uh he was unbelievable on the ball but the weird thing about him is because back then the only way you could gain coins was from like uh, playing single matches um he literally cost i think eighty thousand coins and he was one of the best cards on the game at that point so yeah a weird different time in foot cool
3: and how about the rest of you guys? I mean, Chu, you weren't playing at this point, still, am I right? Yep,
2: was not playing.
4: Okay, so difficult to go to you for anything. Tom, how about you? So I got a pair, um, inform Musa Sal. That was the first inform I ever mm-hmm. packed in any FIFA, which nice. sort of got me thinking. Well, I need to build an entire team around this player because it was still a bit of a thing. Um, I think it was even like an achievement for getting it back uh, for packing an inform back then. It was like quite tricky because there were tons around. Um, mm. I ended up pairing him up front with Nicholas and Elka. So that was those mm-hmm. two. I like to think I wreaked a lot of havoc with them, but probably didn't. <laughs> 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 a bit, of, a bit of hindsight. But. And uh, we also had uh,
1: two suggestions. Uh, honestly, like most of the suggestions for FIFA 11 were silver players because Brazil silvers back then were starting to take off. And we had a guy called Marlos, and this is suggested by Lambo Matt, who uh, actually, Tom, you'll probably remember the host yeah, of Matt well. Og, he suggested Marlos, who is a Brazilian. Um, he was playing for Sao Paulo at the time, and uh, he had 86 pace, 86 dribbling. This is on a 74 rated silver, and wow, yeah, he he was he had five star skills. He was basically um, messy with five star skills, but silver. It was really really good. Um, and then you also had Giov- Giovanni. I think he played for Hull. Is that right, Steve? You probably know. Mm, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah, that definitely rings a bell. So at this point, he was at
1: San Jose Earthquakes, I think, and he had 80 pace, 81 shooting. And 77 dribbling. Again, this is a 73-rated um, silver card. He had outstanding free kicks. Um, pretty much felt impossible not to score free kicks with him. Um, I think that comes from Craig, who suggested Lucho, actually. So thanks to Craig for putting him in. Also, that year was uh, the infamous 48-rated and troll. I'm sure, too, you you've come across this around.
2: Yeah, that was uh, Craig LeBron's idea. I remember that. Yeah. And that, he... was, that was 13, wasn't it?
1: Apparently, it was FIFA Was it 12. 13 or 12? Uh, FIFA 11? No, apparently it's oh, it FIFA 11? 11. Oh, okay. I think so.
2: Okay, no, Felipe Melo was FIFA 20.
1: Yeah, that was the goalkeeper, Felipe Melo, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the 48 rated Wallison was because apparently Wallison didn't get an inform. Loads of people were really annoyed about it because he scored from 48 yards, and so the idea was they gave him a 48 rated card as a bit of a joke, and they uh, basically completely nerfed all his other stats down to like below 30 so he's basically unusable apart from his shooting which was like 88 um so yeah um a little fun fact which i don't think you really see anymore in foot i'm assuming you know with your very realist hat on steve you probably wouldn't really want to see that
3: uh no probably best not to get me started on that (laughs) subject again i I think we know my views on that one by now (laughs) um okay right so Let's move on um, quite predictably to uh, foot 12. Oh, here we and go. And start with Tom this time. Tom, what, what can you tell us about foot 12? Which cards particularly floated your boat that That year? was when
4: I went full, all out on the Brazilian front. So, um, Nilmar is going to be my um, shot, who mm-hmm. you would have seen come up in that in that replies to that Twitter post there
2: no more was such a dick man I hate that Mm. that card (laughs) would you like to enlarge on that too (laughs) that card that card that card on Wellington used to abuse me so bad man oh Mm. my god
3: (laughs) yeah um, in what in what way was it so abusive then was it a bit like the sort of the Musa from from FIFA 16 17 did it just have the sort of BS factor it
2: was just the pure sweat I mean that was back in the time where like just sweat was real you know like like pace like,
1: was the important stat wasn't it, that, it was yeah it was much it. It,
2: it was like when the striker was away from the defenders like there's nothing you could do and Neymar and wellington could just do that they just had this like acceleration that once they're gone they're gone and people remember back in the day that was over the top through balls that's all it was so people mm. just spam over the top through balls and if, if those two guys are gone like there's nothing you can do
1: yeah that was also probably in the days of like the kickoff glitch or, you know, when you could just use to through ball it from kickoff and players would be on goal. It was, it was a mad time. And so my suggestion, um, for this year was a uh, Dede. I don't know if people remember him, but Dede, the Dede center back. Yeah. As NEP called him and, uh, <laughs> Dede Bauer. I think some people called him. He's he 81 pace, 81 81- defending 82 heading on a 78 rated center back he was playing at vasco da gamma at the time um dede was like for some reason one of my favorite players throughout this period because he always had really good cards he was really good on the ball even though he was like six foot three or four and really really strong and uh i used to do this thing where you could customize the formation in game and you could actually have a sweeper position and because everyone was obsessed with through balling it through your defense and and uh like basically it felt like it was that's having an offside defensive line if you like so sort a of flat back four so what i did was like have him as a sweeper behind the defense which actually worked really well i, I couldn't often be bothered to set him up as a sweeper because you had to go into the in-game menus to do it but when i did it was pretty effective another brazilian player at that time felipe santana do people remember him oh, God, the yeah. Goal. Yeah, yeah he was crazy so he played for dortmund um and and him and dede i think often saw those guys in a back three um and then he had that david luis as well didn't he? Um, I don't know what that was. Was, was that 12 or 13? That might have been 13, actually. I think. Oh, yeah, that was 13. You're right, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, 13 match, was three
2: five
1: two. Yeah, yeah, you're right. FIFA 12 hadn't quite taken off. Uh, a player that actually, a suggestion comes from um, Horace, former co-host, um, was uh, Andre Santos, the Arsenal left back. He had ridiculous, <laughs> he had ridiculous long shots. He was only in the game for about, I don't know, uh, well, only in, I don't think he was in the game for very long. He definitely wasn't Arsenal for very long. He was, otherwise average but just could hammer in a shot and this is back when people rocking a non-rare team became started to become a real thing um, at this point um, and the final one from you guys sending them in is ollie sent in morales kevin morales obviously then went to everton but back then he was at Olympiacos and he i think this is right Joe, i don't know if you remember this he got upgraded to five star weak foot for an inform um, or something like that. So he had 5-star weak foot, 4-star skills, and this card is 82 rated, bear in mind. And he had uh, 90 pace, 91 shooting, 86 dribbling, uh, 70 passing, and 72 heading. So n- not the best apart from that 90 pace and 91 shooting, but 86 dribbling as well. It's a really, really good card.
4: Um, yeah, I saw up scene. in the replies, and it was sort of a little bit hard to believe. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just 82 right. rated. It, didn't, it yeah. just didn't look quite right. Yeah, it was bizarre. Well, worth pointing out quickly that was the first um, ninety-nine rated card for what well, item? Sorry. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, as Messi. Yeah, record breaker. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I remember.
2: I remember launching that. That was a very interesting. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, that was a very interesting time.
4: Yeah, it just stood out to me because it was the first ninety-nine rated, and then that didn't happen again for another couple of years. Um, yeah, something else that's probably worth discussing over all of this is how much lower the sort of the the stat ceiling was i guess it's probably now just with like how much we see in terms of content but uh you just you you, you get to you raise to 99 quite quickly now whereas back then it was that was a huge deal i mean it's looking at, looking at the card though tom
3: actually i mean it is, it's literally 99 pace yeah 99 i can't shooting, remember 99, what passing, the occasion 99 was. dribbling um it's um i don't think we've seen a card like that recently
1: no. you wouldn't
4: probably get away
3: with
1: that now <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing, though, around that kind of skill or ceiling or whatever, it's quite interesting because before, in the early days of FIFA, basically, you used to have informs would hardly go up in rating but their stats would increase loads so that's why Morales has got such a ridiculous card right because you'd only yeah. go up like one each time but the stat boost would be way more than one so that was quite fun actually and back then you got to remember that everyone was playing like single matches where you could see the opposition's rating in the loading screen so if you had ridiculous players who were actually really low rated but had outstanding in game ability it was really useful because you appeared like your team wasn't very good but when you played them obviously they'd suddenly come up against really really quality cards who were low rated and that's why i think brazil silvers really became a thing because they were really low rated but you in single matches you know people would match up against you thinking that you were i don't know just a, a bad player sort of thing and obviously uh you'd uh you'd smash them hmm.
3: so q is there anybody that you'd like to talk about from from fifa 12
2: uh fifa 12 was um man that was so that was uh, you know when i first started working at EA. I came halfway through the year, so I came like um, maybe like a couple months before team of the season. Um, so, you know, I actually ran with a lot of Silvers and MLS. But I would say just my biggest memory of 12 was just the the trifecta, the Premier League trifecta of, I think it was Ashley Young on the left, Walcott on the right, and mm-hmm. a bomb at ST. I think mm. that was just it. For me that was FIFA 12. That was the that was the beginning of Beast FC. So, <laughs> for me that was like the most significant like every match I played, every other match I played, it would be those three. They were like, you know, 70 something to 80 something rated, you know, so most people could afford them and you would just see them every time. And you couldn't stop them because I remember I think I think it was 12 that finesse shots were BS. Like people, people, people act like finesse shots are bad now, which they are. <laughs> but FIFA 12 finesse shots are absolutely broken. Like, and you didn't have to time them just, back then. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to. Have, people, people forget. Like that's why I find it funny about um, the complaints about finesse shots at the start of this year. Because yo, go back and pay FIFA 12. Because I remember my coworker at, um, at EA uh, at the time you sitting next to me, Roller Six O Four. He used to play head-to-head with Bayern Munich. That's his favorite team. And he would have Robin on one side and Rebri on the other side. And if you finesse shot with any of them, it would go in nonstop. And he would win, like, every in-office tournament with just spamming finesse shots <laughs> with Robin and Riebri. So, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what FIFA 12 was all about for me.
3: Crazy to see an Ashley Young card with ninety three pace as well. I mean again you're talking about the pace abuse, I guess. Mm. Oh
2: yeah, it was oh that that trio was just the ultimate trio.
1: And sorry, I just had one more to add on my own personal choices was this team of the season Perlo card. It was a ninety rated Juventus card. Had eighty four shooting, but obviously outrageous long shots and, and free kick stats, ninety five passing, decent defending actually, seventy seven for a Perlo card, eighty nine dribbling. Um, and I think the reason why I loved him was because I really enjoyed wing play that year and had informed Rabin and inform lucas mora who was back then at sao paulo or something i don't know. he was in the uh, brazilian league anyway um and he was really really good for me just switching the play between the flanks which was something that um i was just kind of getting used to and, and pretending that i was all kind of knowledgeable and tactical kind of Serie a football hipster and have done ever since
3: <laughs> that's probably a good place to move on to uh to FIFA 13 then. Start off with you this time too. Oh, 13. Tell, tell us your memories of, of FIFA 13.
2: I will tell you as, um, you know, uh, so for the people that might not I know, I, I was kind of hired to make sense of Ultimate Team. Uh, I was hired in, like I said, FIFA 12 and then, uh, you know, in the interviews EA said, you know, they've got this new, it's like a young mode that they have. And it's got a lot of potential but you know it's kind of hard to like make sense of it all it's kind of hard to like not mass market it but you know just kind of it's very technical it's very hard to get you know the average person to understand what's going on and get into it versus you know the super hardcore fans um so that was my job to come and like make you know the average joe want to play foot and get into it and then also uh, they remember. I remember them telling me that the, our community is kind of intense, and I kind of laughed. But yeah, no, they were right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
2: so those are my my main things to um, that I was I was forced to do. And I will say the thirteen is probably the most important ultimate team because as cool as the crazy stuff that happened, like you know, bef- like in ten, twelve, you know, this guy is getting a forty-eight, and this guy, we're gonna give this guy plus ten. And then, but he's going to be this rating because he did something crazy. Like, that was all cool. Internally, it was kind of hard to keep track, especially when you're trying to get a global marketing team from, you know, Germany, Spain, Italy to, first of all, they didn't know what Ultimate Team was. To explain it to them and then be able <laughs> to know what to expect. So, 13 was important because one of the guys, uh, OK Marks, who's probably, there's a lot of unsung heroes in in FIFA Ultimate Team. The guys that should be pretty much millionaires based on this game. But OK Marks was a guy who came up with the inform rating system of like, all right, we'll go up plus one each mm. time. You know, maybe team this season, team of the year will go up like plus five or six. But like we have to give it some kind of structure. And I think FIFA 13 was just like, you know, we had a new team. That's when uh, Christoph, uh unfortunately did leave. So they made a new content team. I was the liaison for marketing with the content team and, that was, like, the first time we actually, like, had, like, a plan. Like, we had, like, we knew what was coming. We we, we knew we were going to do this at this time. We're going to upgrade Informs this way. We're going to do that. So, 13 was, like, the, the what you would call it, the The blueprint. So, so it was kind I, of like I, I,
1: real FIFA. I mean, sorry, real it, Ultimate it, Team as we know it today.
2: Exactly. I mean, it, you know, people say, like, the plus ones got boring and stuff like that after a while, which I, I don't disagree, but I think... We still needed it to make this platform because we still needed to make the game grow so people could actually love it so internally in terms of i mean in terms of players that 's what i think I think that was the first year like I fell in love with like players like as players in the game um, mm. and of course, my favorite player of all time in any FIFA is Mayuka the bazooka seventy two rated silver striker, but yeah. he's the best Striker in the game by far. It made no sense. His all his shots went in. And he his had five star weak foot, didn't
1: he? That was the thing, though, didn't he? He did have yep. five star weak foot, something like that.
2: Five, uh, four star skills, five star weak foot. I think like ninety two pace, just unstoppable. I mean, if you, if you, if you, someone you know just started foot last year, and I told you that a silver player was the best. <laughs> ST, literally, like, I would choose him over Ronaldo. I'm not, like, mm. if you ask me to go back and, like, wow. who would you have? Ronaldo, Messi, or Mayuka? I'll say Mayuka because you just know what you're getting. Um, so, Mayuka was my favorite player. Uh, and then my second favorite player, being Nigerian, is uh, man of the Match, Mikel, uh, who was actually very good, not just because he's Nigerian, but he had the best positioning in terms mm. of, like, I remember a problem back then was, you know, everybody's going three five two, but your CDMs would push up a lot, and they wouldn't sit deep because you needed to sit deep to stop the over-the-top cheese. And Michael Bazooka would never, like, he just wouldn't pass the halfway line. He just had low-high work rates, and he would just stay right there, right in the middle every time. Um, so there was him, and then I'll just, you know, special shout-outs. I'm probably going to go off a little bit because this was just my favorite year of cards. Uh, like it. you said, David Luiz, Dede the center back, Felipe Santana, mm. the Dortmund trio, Goza, Lewandowski, and Royce in my uh, German three-five-two, and then Inform Yaya Toure and Inform Sissoko in that year, the two CDMs. Uh, so I would put Man of the Match Mikel and Inform Yaya Toure, and it was a thing in the office at the time. We'll call it the Wall of Africa, the <laughs> CDM at uh, 3 so yeah. <laughs>
3: This was when David Luiz he did actually have a CDM card was it was it a hero card that he had with CDM positioning yeah it was, yeah um, the,
1: it was just his his regular well,
3: gold that was actually at the center yeah. back curiously so that's
1: interesting because i guess a lot of people were wanting that you know even better op David Luiz at center back and it never actually came or it was always CDM
2: yeah i mean that card that yeah. card could like could last a nuclear apocalypse man that card was a god He <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> was really good from my memory that year it's just of this uh, ridiculous... Well, actually, this is something that's, that is a theme across various years, but um, informed Freddy Guarans over the years. Colombian, who obviously isn't now in the with Chinese the, league, but he, and he's had an informed this year. With the long shots. Yeah, and his long shots were just always outstanding. And this particular card, he had 77 pace, 83 shooting, 83 passing, 81 dribbling, 80 defense, 77 heading. And that's not an especially outstanding card, but just he was unbelievable at, at taking long shots and, and scoring free kicks as well, actually. When you, back in the day when you just sort of like really, really powered those free kicks through, it was really effective. Oh, and then also a guy actually pointed this out on Twitter and it's a player that I used a lot that year um, when messing around with bronze teams. Um, but it was Wellington Silver, he's a Brazilian guy, um, left mid, bronze card. He had 90 pace and 82 dribbling. Absolutely terrible at everything else, but that didn't really matter that year. was He was just, was just <laughs> godly, really, really good
4: nice tom who have you got um okay so uh, same really in terms of just picking two stats that were particularly strong and everything else was a write-off i remember podolsky being really really handy for me that year because yeah. i was still trying to understand like what i was doing with with squad building and ended up just building an arsenal team um <laughs> I mean, i'm looking at it again now two-star weak foot three-star skill moves but 87 pace 87 shooting and just uh, well, as long as you're on the strong foot you're alright really and the other one was um team of the season carlos Vela. because so i think okay i think we we had it run it as part of a giveaway and i ended up with that in my club and thought well before i give it away i'll <laughs> give, I'll, I'll give it a run and i remember that being uh, that car being well, being very very enjoyable uh, i think that's probably one of the first team of the seasons i got to use as well
3: just trying to think who was who was vella playing for in that
4: uh, real sociedad i think
3: Oh right, it was in the uh, the Spanish league.
1: That's yeah,
4: which made it a little bit easier to put into uh, a squad. And the ones from the public, we've got.
1: Um, we mentioned him, I think, earlier. um, um at Spartak Moscow, ah, yeah, um, yeah. ridiculous yeah. card. Um, this is actually suggested by Marcos Gomez, um, the pro player. Um, so shout out to him for for sending us that one. But yeah, so starting he's starting to
4: creep into the banter era of fat players, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So actually, these are two are both kind of banter era players. So Emenek, ridiculously fast not honestly had some of the worst passing you'll ever see on a player who was effective <laughs> in the game and then we also have um, Adel Tarapt in form is an 80 rated card um, there was yeah a, that was decent yeah there was a spate of like really good Moroccan players for a bit with five star skills you had Basufa I think as well he was in the Russian League a few others um, and this one this one was sent in by Brooklyn and uh, another one suggested by quite a few people I think Quinn sent it in was um Malapa the silver who was this really tanky um, German yeah. guy really really good as well so um the thanks to yeah, yeah, exactly. He was a really good target man. So those, were, it was really, he was one of those players that was just really quick and really strong. And back then, those were the key things. Um, I do wonder though, you know, when we discuss this, whether it would be the same if we'd had something like rivals or champs, whether we would have even been able to deal with using these sort of lesser players um if we have I, been i don't i don't, I don't even like setting. thinking
2: about it i, I just I, I i like to preserve fifa 13 as it was i don't think <laughs> uh, <laughs> i know what you mean
1: the idea of um the sweat on top oh. of sweat that that would have been was uh, not something we want to think about but yeah i guess we're, we're moving out of fifa 13 then and into fifa 14, and i wanted to mention here is where we see a quite significant change and i guess you you must have seen this through but the move to chemistry styles and also the removal of was the last year of heading being a thing and it becomes physical as well so it it felt like very much a transitional year the cards changed you get more of the kind of crest style is that right wait was
2: it was it wasn't it 15 that got rid of uh it was 15 that got rid of heading.
1: Yeah, yeah, sorry. I I, I, explain, yeah, I explained I explained it I explained it badly. I, I was saying it's the last year that heading oh, oh, was in the oh, game. Bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the key thing was obviously chemistry stars made a difference I think in that year. Um and Yeah.
2: Uh, 14 is a very important FIFA because for Ultimate Team because that was the first time I believe that the majority of people who bought FIFA played Ultimate Team. So that's when it was like, mm. internally, it was like, yo, this is the mode now. Because mm. FIFA 12 or 13, like, those of us who were on foot. it was just us trying to convince everybody, like, yo, hey, we're not crazy. This is, like, the best <laughs> mode of all time. And I I still remember That's a huge this.
3: coincidence, given that that's the year after you were given the responsibility of making that happen, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was um, I'll do your humble bragging for you thank
2: you thank you because I'm very terrible at it and the thing is if you tell the community (laughs) now they won't believe you because they'll just say (laughs) I'm a yes man Um, but yeah so FIFA I remember I I think I told a story before on this pod but like my first ever business trip my first ever business presentation was in FIFA 12 and the whole my whole job was to convince all the territorial um, you know Marketing leads and see uh, you know the senior the senior team guys the guys that decide all the marketing in you know Germany France Italy Australia I had to convince them why they should be promoting Ultimate Team on social media instead of just head to head like i had to convince <laughs> like think about that for a second I had to That's convince so people <laughs> yeah doesn't that sound crazy like yeah, yeah. I had to I, I had to convince them like hey this is what I do and it's pretty hype like we should all do it because this mode is sick. Like I, I promise you guys, this mode is sick. Like I'm not just making this up. Um, and then 14 was like, "Whoa!" Like this thing really is sick. Like this is the first time that it's been the dominant mode. Mm. Um, so yeah. What do you was think the, the driving thing was, was behind
4: that change? Then what do you think really was the switch between 13 and 14 that caused that? Two.
1: It, it was.
2: It, <laughs> <laughs> it's the two effects. The, <laughs> the funny thing is that people act like, "Oh, EA." EA pushed everybody to Ultimate Team, like, that's, they they always wanted to do that. I mean, no, because, bro, I used to, we used to struggle to get everybody to care about Ultimate Team. Mm. I, it was the, I won't lie, it was the community that made Ultimate Team, what, like, popular, like, it was just the fact that it was such a, like, it, it, I mean, I know we talk about, you know, the career mode, like, everybody has their preference, you know, but it's literally the most interesting mode in the game, in terms of, like, how it connects to the real world. And how it can just make you care more about FIFA. And I think 14, launch of 14 was when the community really took off. You know, your Rotoshaws, your Mad HDs, your Batesons. Like coming off the end of 13, I think that's when YouTube and all that stuff really kicked off. And that was all centered around Ultimate Team. And so all that interest then showed EA like, oh, hey, maybe we should push people to this mode. And then they push people to this mode. Mm. But to say that like EA had always wanted, to, like oh that's all they cared about, bro, man, <laughs> no, I we we used to struggle to get people to care about Ultimate Team.
1: That's very interesting.
3: I think it's no coincidence either that, I think I'm correct in saying this, Tom, that FIFA 14 was the first year when the Free Pack project was
2: introduced. Oh, there you go.
4: Yeah, I'm happy uh, to take uh, some uh, of uh. the credit. I mean, you are welcome to. Yeah, um, <laughs> <sure that>, uh,
2: change <laughs> for
4: a couple more years. Oh. But yeah, no, yeah, that can't be a coincidence either. I was thinking before you said actually YouTube, it must have been around about the time that that started getting more interesting and obviously more, more content helps, more live content and stuff. But yeah, um, I think yeah. YouTube probably is, is underplayed how much of a part of that had
2: yeah um, it, it was really it was like we didn't know what to do with it but it was like whoa like it's just everybody's talking about foot now um in terms of players um i mean that was the year of a barbo. i mean that was the year of you know crossing sweat um a barbo changed i guess the complexity of my team or that was the first time i reached division one just because i put a barbo on my team so i have to say <laughs> he's the best player uh, for me and then I had the Serie A team and I had this nice team of the season Serie A trio. It was team of the season Pogba from Juve, team of the season Vidal, who was just an animal. And then I think it was team of the season De Rossi. And they I had a 4-3-3 defend. And they just used to like, it was just like the triangle of doom. Like they just used to like suck midfielders in and like just spit them out. And that was just like my favorite thing. But I think that was the year of Ibra, apparently. Yeah.
3: And the year of Arturo Vidal having a card where he actually had hair as well. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> true. <laughs> and, uh, strange thing to see. So, actually, I was thinking, uh, and actually, Tom, are your picks from your series for this year?
2: Oh, it's so
4: hard to remember back to the series from, from back then. Um, the mm-hmm. We're out. all
3: just waiting <laughs> for you. We're, we're waiting for you to, to pick the year where Mario Gomez really came to the fore, Tom. That's any, anybody who's watched the Free <laughs> pack project will just be waiting for you to. to
4: for the mario I gomez review i'm, gonna put, in the, I'm gonna
1: put in the music as well so uh it needs to be said <laughs> <laughs> so
4: <laughs> so by that was probably half the appeal um yeah. negredo <laughs> i'm gonna put forward um he scored a lot of goals for me i mean yeah for, from my point of view it was trickier at this point because that's when i basically binned the idea of spending any money on the game and just working i just worked with what i could earn um and that that left me to yeah, <laughs> ending up with playing, getting an 84 rated Negrado was like oh this is this is as good as it gets.
2: Yeah, it was like your um,
4: equivalent of Ronaldo back then. It really was. Um, I remember Jovetic being quite good that year as
1: well. well it's, it's funny actually. He's goals. on my um, listener picks list actually. Oh, is he? Yeah, he was good. Oh, yeah. There you go. So um, five star skill. Well, he, 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 wasn't he wasn't. I don't think in FIFA 14, but he had been in the past. Oh, wasn't he? Um, Maurizio Zenteno sent this in. Um, you yeah, just basically he's so well rounded, and he was a really good player. And in fact, Marcus Gomez. Um Melbourne Pro, we mentioned earlier, also replied to that guy saying, yeah, what a card it was. And it was really good. I think it was that well-rounded striker and he could play Cam. And, yeah, he was, he was really excellent. Another Premier League player, actually, who was really outstanding and kind of summed up the, the sweat era in a midfield capacity rather than strike is Ramirez. Um, an outrageous. Ah, ah, oh, God. Oh, yeah. When he was playing for Chelsea, oh. that Brazil link as well. 88 pace. 81 dribbling, 79 passing, and uh, 76 defending, uh, 72 heading as well. So, really, really, just could do it all. And uh, it was, it was a, it was the kind of thing where he was in people's teams right until the end of the year because you just didn't really have players, you know, like that. He, he was a, an outstanding individual. And actually, I had him quite close to the end of the game and uh, had him in a team with the other player I'm mentioning here, davos Suka, the legend, obviously we had legends coming into the game at that point And oh, yeah. um that was a big moment. I suppose that may have also helped kick the Gosh. game um in a big way. Yeah. But yeah, Davo Suka yeah was the guy that I, for some reason, used first, even though I had no particular connection to him. Um, and uh, he had 70 defending as well. Um, obviously, a lot of that's going to be his physical, but he actually had a really good standing tackle, and, and I used to play him like, all over the pitch, basically. And uh, he was really, really effective. And then a few years later, he came back to bite me when I accidentally listed him, and when I packed him for um, 100 or 200K less than he was actually worth. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, we've all been there. I think, I think yeah, that was... a. Uh, it was it was a it was kind of given him a negative slant, which I wasn't really wanting after having some quite good times with him. But yeah, um, so those are the two two players that I used and, and really enjoyed. Oh, and the other one from listeners is um, do people remember Jackson Martinez? The
2: oh yeah, yeah.
1: tanky yeah, Colombian great, yeah. played for Porto yeah. at the time. He got a team of the season in fourteen and fifteen. Um, Leo Santos um, sent that in from FIFA fourteen, and then another guy, Big Ben that's not one of my alts, Um, that is a a genuine (laughs) listener, Um, he uh, mentioned this this Jackson Martinez from FIFA 15, which he also got team of the season both years, but yeah, it was a proper tank, 92 heading, and then I think he had sort of 89 physical the following year on his team of the season cards, just a really, really good player with four-star skills as well.
3: Cool, okay, we'll move along to FIFA 15, and... I'd like to start you guys off by telling you that the 17th most highly rated card in the database that year was a Manchester United striker. He was playing for Manchester United at the time and his overall rating was 95. Can
4: we... Oh, right. That's not what I was thinking of then. <laughs>
2: um, Van Persie? Van Persie? No. Falca- is he still playing no. in the Premier League? Is Fal- he is
3: most certainly not, no.
2: Is it? it wasn't Falcao, was it? No
3: no I'm barely convinced that he actually ever played in the Premier League to be quite honest with you uh, uh, Di Maria I'll, uh, I'll put you out of your misery it's Elio Castro oh uh.
1: oh, oh the pink <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man what a so, time
1: yeah that's um, the Twitch streamer Castro who got given a card after a charity stream I believe it was or something something like that
2: yeah oh man um, whoa that was a very interesting month Actually, because um, earlier that month, I think a month before uh, Cassidy did that charity stream, we unfortunately lost uh, Simon Humber, who was one of the co-creators of the Mode Ultimate Team. Hmm. Uh, I think him and him and Matt Pryor invented the Mode on a train. When they were, <laughs> they're going on a train to somewhere. Um, so yeah, he um, unfortunately passed away of cancer. Um, probably one of the best producers out there. I think he was the main producer on <clears throat> the World Cup game. Uh, which everybody uh, knows and loves. And, yeah, mm. one of the fathers of Ultimate Team. So, he did
4: a lot for career mate as well, didn't he?
2: Yeah, he, he was just, like, there's some there's some producers in that company that are just geniuses almost, like him, uh, Adam Scheich especially as well, who comes up with a lot of modes in, uh, in Ultimate Team. Um, so, yeah, you know, it was, um, it was definitely, you know, sad times in the office um, because he'd been there for so long, and then... You know usually in e a when something goes out in terms of marketing, you usually have to have a, a lot of approvals and you know you have to like ask for permission but you know we we um, we're obviously fans of uh cash doing that uh fifty hour live stream uh for cancer research, donating to cancer research, and uh, the dev guys came up with the idea like, oh you know like you know we lost an important member of our dev team to uh, cancer so why don't we do something special and again me and marketing like uh, we got to go through like all these approvals but i think it was on a weekend so we all just got together It was like me i think it was uh angry nate on twitter who came up with the idea so shout out to him uh tyler blair as well um you know we needed his sign off because it's uh, you know he's one of the designers. So we kind of think I don't know if it was like a Sunday or a Friday or something like that. It was just I remember there's not that many people in the office. I came up with some you know messaging. Usually you have to send the messaging up to you know the people up top and they have to approve it. But I was just like you know what I'll just me Tyler Nate. We'll just talk about it. We'll approve it ourselves. Put it out there. You know maybe hopefully the execs aren't watching Twitter on or Twitch on the weekend, hmm. which I doubt they are. And you know, we're like, all right, yeah, if he if Castro hits that fifty hour mark, we'll we'll drop that into his account. Of course, you know, it has to be a a player in the database with the name Castro, so we just took the um, you know, made it a purple hero one, upgraded the stats and it's uh one of a kind. I think that was probably I think even he was saying Castro was telling me this that was probably what um really took his streaming career to the next level. I think it was that it was that charity stream.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's incredible i mean his rise has just continued and continued um and uh, yeah i was I was think about that cuz haven't you, you, do you have a card or is that just a card that's in head database Cause, no uh,
2: i i, I was cool enough to have my own card yeah. I, mean, I was <laughs> no, going to say it's just i think head. you were
1: too cool to have your own card too. there are so few has that happened again uh
2: no that was that was definitely a one time thing That that i doubt that will ever no i i don't want to say it'll never happen but now you know the employees are coaches in the game, like you see them as like coaches or managers or whatever, but uh, yeah I don't think there's another one like that
1: I think it's time to take a break, long podcast this, but we'll be back very shortly for a strange edition of FIFA Ultimate Team the best ever, and 250 games with Informed Fellaini, plus Chew on Foot Birthday, and what he thinks of content this year all that, in just a moment You'll be keen to know, as a listener, we've partnered up with Beer52 to give you a listener, a free case of craft beers. Just go to beer52.com foot to claim a free case. Beer 52 is the world's most popular monthly craft beer discovery club. It searches out incredible and exclusive small batch craft beers from some of the world's greatest breweries and brings them back for their members. The current case, out this month, which Steve is enjoying, features a blend of European and UK beers. So when you kick back and watch Lathan's highlights on YouTube, crack open a beer bibliotheque from sweden or gareth bales with a mango milkshake ipa from tiny rebel in wales or even pascal chimbonda's with a mount saliva from france there's something for everyone's tastes if you like darker beers get yourself the mixed case if you like lighter beers get yourself the light case it's easy and there's no minimum commitment so you can take the free case try the beers and see what you think all you've done is paid five, five for postage you've got eight incredible craft beers ferment magazine and a snack delivered with next day shipping it's a no-brainer try your first case for free at beer52.com slash foot cases usually cost 24 pounds so there's no catch but if you want terms go to beer52.com for more details and of course please drink responsibly Hello and welcome back after the break. I'm still here with Chew and I've also got Steve, the foot coach, and Tom Mills, who's new to the podcast. So, Tom, how was your first foot weekly break? Yeah, it was very very brief. Yeah, it was actually extremely (laughs) brief, wasn't it? Probably one of the the short... Even by our standards. Even even by our quick standards, yeah. But yeah, we're going to get back into um, looking back over these FIFA 15 players. You've sent in listeners uh some of your favorites and we've enjoyed looking through them um if you didn't get your player features you can always send it to us again i I'd quite like to pop in a few um that we might have missed into the next podcast so please do send those in and uh, i'll hand back over to steve who's going to go through it although steve i believe this is the game where you started playing
3: yeah um i've I played fifa for a long time before mm. uh before i took up foot but foot 15 is really I kind of just dabbled with it. Really, I'd say sixteen was the first year that I took it really seriously. But um, yeah, I personally, my fond memory of, of fifteen would be Yannick Bellassi, his team of the season card, Oof. and uh, just having a lot of fun with the five star skills there. Um, so yeah, that that'd certainly be one of my fondest earliest memories. How about you guys? Let's start with uh, let's start with Tom.
4: Uh, okay, so this was the beginning of a an ongoing love affair with um bruma yeah
3: um
4: <laughs> we'd get we'd get to him eventually it, i'll be honest it, it was the pace um and four star <laughs> skills that were yeah. were an appeal it's like one of those um, things like
1: tom what was it that caught your eye about bruma
4: it was uh it was that it was it was pace and skill moves um because his finishing leaves a lot to be desired but um yeah, I don't know. This is a point in FIFA for me, particularly, I guess, because I was doing that series and the way I was playing the game where I like, I started to get a bit personal with players and I have that hang up even now. Where, like, I'll mm. be reluctant to put someone on the market even if I need the coins. I'll just be oh, I've played 100 games with them and they were like, you know, they're really good to me. I get a little bit sort of too personally attached um, and that that happened with him. Um, mm. But, of course, so. with the free pack project, you never needed to worry, so that was...
1: Uh... It quite well. no,
4: no, I suppose no, no. Now that I'm sort of uh, actually using the market. Oh, property. I see. Yeah, yeah. But, but Ben, no, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't an issue. But um, yeah, mm. that was that was one that was ongoing. There was a few more stand out there. It was a Pitsy. Uh, yeah. I think it was a cam. Then he uh, may still be. Um, he's just got, I think, an eighty-eight rated inform the last couple of weeks. Oh, so. well, it's
1: the UCL card, isn't it? It's the, um, oh, the UCL. Sorry, yeah. Well, not UCL. It's UEL, isn't it? It's the Europa League item. Yeah, eighty-eight rated um, card. Yeah.
4: Uh, and Ada Reese, as well. Yeah, he was the precursor That's... to Mario Gomez, really.
1: Mm, Mario Gomez, you say? Mario Gomez, Mario Gomez, Mario Gomez. Those who know will know. And Chu, what were your players for FIFA fifteen?
2: FIFA fifteen, man, it, it was it was just Dumbia. Uh, we had that pink Dumbia at the end too, but that was just. That was the sweat, God. I mean, I think FIFA 15 was the sweatiest year of FIFA of all time. I actually didn't like FIFA 15 gameplay. I know everybody, look, everybody always talks. The funny thing about the community, you know, no offense, is that every FIFA I've worked on, FIFA 12 to FIFA 16, you know, you hear everybody talking about the good old days and how, like, oh, FIFA sucks now. FIFA 15 was the best. Oh, my God, FIFA 16 was the best. Those dudes used to tell me that that was the worst FIFA ever. Every year, it was the worst FIFA ever. They told me to kill myself, tell me that it was trash and I'm not doing anything good. You know, now that I posted, like, oh man, remember those days? I was like, oh, chew, you know, you were the best. The game's <laughs> gone downhill since you left. No, you guys told me I was doing absolutely nothing when I was there. So, um, yeah. you know, nostalgia obviously affects people's uh, memory. But um, I personally didn't like 15 because I remember the cheese was. You'd run to the side of the keeper and tap it in, which is like so stupid. But oh, uh, people where you looking get, back,
1: get past the keeper really easily, can't you? Is that
2: exactly? You yeah, just kind of yeah. run to the to the right and just do a little tap. Uh, people seem to have loved that, but I didn't. Li- I I, I was. It was a lot of zigzag cheese as well. Zigzag dribbling was like really big. Mm. Uh, where you just kind of do speed dribbling. So it wasn't my most fun year, but when you had to be anything's fun. So
1: yeah, <laughs> actually, I was gonna say because the. It finally kind of happened, if you like, the, the ultimate OP triple threat uh, combo where they all went to Roma. Oh, you God. had Roma, God, damn it! on the left, uh, 93 pace, 83 dribbling, and then Dumbia, who was also Ivory Coast obviously as well, and Roma, so there was a perfect link there um, with his 93 pace, h shooting and H2 dribbling, and then on the right... You had Ibarbo um, with his ridiculous physical and Oof. and 91 pace. So it was, a, it was a horrible year to be a, a FIFA player. Um, but it was oh, somewhat God. rescued for me, actually, by the fact that this was the golden age for the Russian Premier League. I don't know whether anyone remembers this, but you had um, a team of the season, Eremenko, who was a really, really outstanding card. Was yeah, that...
4: that came up a few times, didn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. A few people actually posted that as well, and I really enjoyed using him. And in combination...
4: He was a great
3: player for a few years, wasn't he? Yeah. He made a lot of my starter teams later on as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Rondon was the other player that I paired up actually with Eremenko who was really really underrated that year I don't think many people were talking about him but he had four star skills four star weak foot he was playing for Zenit at the time obviously he's now at Newcastle um, and this card was outstanding it had 89 shooting he had like 95 strength or something like that Um, 83 pace and 80 dribbling was was really really good Uh, and then I also had um, the kind of start I guess of my series of Teams basically for many years, which revolved around Koresma and he was an outstanding card that year. Had an 84 rated card, I think it was, with 88 pace, 92 dribbling, 86 shooting, and uh, 86 passing as well. Um, and um, it was a year when I probably had, relative to other people's teams, the best team that I've had in foot. And why? Well, it's all because of Chew. Um, because uh, that year, I believe is. A- oh right? God. Chew? You introduced price ranges. Well, you didn't obviously pers- oh, personally, but, but the thing <laughs> was that it was really good for me because I got wind of what was happening quite quickly, sold everything before price ranges kind of started to reduce prices massively. Um, and uh, also I didn't really, I didn't buy coins myself. Um, I was quite into trading at the time. So mm-hmm, um, sure. it, was, it was basically like yeah. perfect conditions for me to, to do really well. And ended up the year with like a, a record breaker um, Ronaldo striker card which I think is his first striker card in foot I believe and and things like that so yeah big shout out to you for making that possible
2: oh hey no problem glad I can help <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it was probably the weirdest year of foot uh, because of, of price ranges having to come uh, midway through the game uh, mm. wasn't the best thing to happen but it's something that had to happen I mean yeah yeah um, no it definitely
1: did I mean that- the inflation in the in the market was just crazy you know anyone who wasn't buying coins was at such a huge disadvantage it was just crazy
2: Exactly, and um, yeah, I think it got to the point that after Team of the Year, you know, um, it kind of got out of hand, you know, because, you know, people spent a lot of coins, bought a lot of coins to open Team of the Year packs, and then, you know, they have way too much, way too many coins, and then drove the prices to astronomical uh, prices, Um, and yeah, you know, like we, it was, (laughs) I would say the scariest time I've ever had at EA was like the day before price ranges because you you know you know you're gonna say something that everybody's gonna hate you even though Mm -hmm. you didn't do it but you're the messenger i was like i know i'm fucked Mm. like i just i just i know everybody's gonna you know like um and we've been working on it and actually the month leading up to is like just knowing that in a month you're gonna have to like everybody's gonna hate you you know youtubers gonna hate you because you're between some of them even came up to me after we're like yeah sorry for all the hate you got because you're standing between me and a million dollars. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I again, I really don't blame any of them to be honest with you. Like actually, we all get along very well actually. Like we're we're we're, we're pretty close, you know. Um, but it's funny cuz, you know, at that time, me myself and the dev guys all knew that basically FIFA 15 had to be sacrificed for FUT to be good from FIFA 16 on. Like we all knew it was going to work. And we knew that it was the right thing to do, as much as you know, you know people were going to say otherwise. And you know, of course, I don't remember the little mini Pez rebellion where everybody mm-hmm. acted like they're going to upload Pez, but we all that, was, that honestly, lasted we, about we,
4: two weeks, didn't it?
2: Yeah, honestly, the officers were like, "Yeah, that's going to be like, let's just give everybody a free pack. They'll come back." And they did. Um, the funny thing <laughs> is that during the RIP FUD, no, seriously, like during the RIP FUD days, um, for me, that was still the. The FIFA community is not very good at boycotts. Uh, if I'm being very <laughs> honest, As somebody that's always been on the other side. I, I'm, being, you know, it, I, I, I'm being serious because sometimes, like you see, like now that I've left EA, you see a boycott and you're like, "Yo, you guys you guys got them." Like I, I would say, Chemgate and in FIFA 16. Like I was like, "Yo, you guys got them." Like this is what you guys have always wanted, you know? Like because mm. I still like helping me. I'm like, "You guys got them," but then. I won't lie. The thief community, everybody's did it for themselves in a way. So if they don't see an immediate benefit for themselves, they lose the interest there. Like the thief community is not very good at banding together. Mm. Um, I think what you're seeing now. I mean, you know, I, I I I hate having to go to this route, but you see, like now, like like let's take for example, uh, like uh, how Kurtz, you know, trying to ban people to band people together to, you know, I guess I don't know if it's overthrow EA, you know, or make the game better. But the thing is that like. Like I said, this always somebody has had to like squash community rebellions. The community is very bad at coming together. So he's actually like you know the whole thing about you know uh, blaming content creators. uh, Yes, man, saying I think he just put a tweet out saying like oh he's gonna save people from Castro posting about 193 drafts. But it's like the only way you're gonna get something like you're gonna overthrow EA or whatever is if you come together. So you can't. Mm, insult people to make them come closer to you it gives the opposite because people are going to resent you if you talk badly about them but you need the community to come together and if you the community is terrible at coming together absolutely terrible there were times r.i.p fought the biggest rebellion in fought history we actually just it wasn't even like to dispel the the rebellion it was literally just to say sorry for Um, how bad price changes I had gone, we dropped a free, like, 25K pack or, like, a 35K pack. That was one of the biggest weeks in FUT history. Everybody (laughs) came back. We're just, like, we're just sitting there looking at each other, like, are these people serious? Like, I just got spammed with RIP FUT for a week straight, and everybody dropped what they're doing for a free pack. And (laughs) I would just say anybody who, you know, wants to get something changed EA, like, don't separate the community. Bring them together. Like, if you're taking shots at people, those are the people that you need. You can't separate the community and then ask them to come together to support a cause.
1: Like, it's just not going to work. And also, I mean, content creators of which Castro is probably the leading guy, they have much bigger influence than pro players do in the community. I mean, it's, yeah, it was a crazy kind of, Stand, hill to die on, if you like, isn't it? It's a, it's a strange thing that happened um, around that. Um, I just wanted to yeah. quickly sh- mention, actually, because I always feel bad if I miss out people's um, suggestions. Um, the triple threat of Jovinio Dumbia and Debarbo was um, sent in by Greg Trainer, so thanks to him. And also another player that was mentioned by loads of people, actually, in the replies, is Chikahui
2: chikahui yeah.
1: So bear in mind, this is an eighty-rated inform. He had uh, eighty-six pace, ninety dribbling. 82 shooting and a very solid passing as well 87 and he was actually fairly physical as well and I think he was I think he was like 6'3 or something he was a pretty pretty big unit um, so yeah it was it was a really really good year for actually it was generally quite a good year for skillers but yeah as you said shoot sorry going back to V15 now it was not the best in terms of gameplay um, I think a lot of people would, would get behind that
2: yeah I know but, but if you told people right now they'll say that that was one of the best years but <laughs> uh, people forget that goalkeepers are absolutely broken that year like Goalkeepers did not work, I remember that.
1: Yeah, apart from maybe those ridiculously overpowered joke heart cards maybe around this time. But yeah, it's probably time
3: to move on. Let's indeed move on to, I think we're now up to FIFA 16, are we? We'll begin this time with Ben. Ben, tell Mm. us your thoughts about players from FIFA 16.
1: So it was weird, I was actually struggling to remember players from FIFA 16 at all. And actually... It's really interesting, and this came up again and again when people were sending in replies, and I certainly found this trying to come up with players. Um, you know, old co-host Horace and I were chatting about um, players that we'd enjoyed, and pretty much all of them were like FIFA 12, um, even FIFA 17 came up more, I'd say, FIFA 14 less so fifa 13 but yeah and and fifa 16 was one of those years that just kind of passed us by clearly and i think it was the same for it feels like it's the same for a lot of people we don't hear people mentioning it much it was obviously the year just before fifa 17 which was the start of foot champs spcs and all that stuff but there was a really 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 good card in the team of the season that year which is probably one of my favorite team of the seasons of all time which was ben arthur um it was just an outstanding card obviously five star skills four star weak foot he had 88 pace 96 dribbling 87 physical so obviously really high strength and uh, 91 passing as well he had 93 shooting um, and then there was another team of the season card that was five ratings higher but I did still prefer Ben Arthur, Um and that was Hulk this Hulk card 92 pace 93 dribbling 96 shooting 94 passing and 94 physical it was a ridiculous ridiculous card that was also suggested by Mikel Hoyer as well so yeah a really really top 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 guard.
3: If I can just jump in there, Ben. Actually, um, the Russian league threw up some really great cards that year, mm, and yeah. I can remember this was very much the time of Lambo Matt Matt Lamborn, who we mentioned earlier, and he was always a big advocate of, of using Russian league players because of the value. And so, following his lead, I actually my my end team was mainly comprised, I think, of, of Russian league players. And you've already mentioned Hulk, but. Um, on the other side, um, there was Oleg Shatov, the left midfielder. Mm. Uh, Ninety-two pace, eighty-five shooting, eighty-six passing, eighty-nine dribbling. Nice card, cheap and affordable. And then, as a striker in between the two of those, um, you spoke about big units earlier. There was Artem Dzyuba. Mm. Um, this guy's six foot four with ninety-one physical. And if you think that that Ibrahimovic is a bit OP in the in the air, the flashback card this year. Um, you should have checked out Artem Tuber in FIFA 16. If you if you got the ball anywhere near him aerially, it was
1: hitting the back of the net. Yeah, he was he was pretty outstanding. I remember coming up against him. I don't think I had it myself, but it was it was a serious threat. Just to pop in the um, community pick comes in from Dat Boy. I don't know if there's any relation to YouTube, um, but he mm-hmm. said <laughs> Jeremy Menez.
2: Oh yeah,
1: yeah, nice. Yeah, that, that is a card that I feel came up year on year as... Being that player that you get kind of early on, a decent shot on him. Always felt like he could produce a finesse shot as well. And he, he didn't feel weak, even though he never really had the best strength. So, yeah, he was at AC Milan that year, but he also was at um, French side as well, I think. So, a good card um, and used by a lot of people. But, yeah, Tom, what what was your pick?
4: Well, I sent you some pictures of my FIFA 16 club, didn't I? And oh, yeah, yeah. Now that you've seen them, you understand why it was so hard to pick because there was sort of that was the year we had the keys to fifa when when you say that you had the keys to fifa you, i feel like you're gonna have to elaborate a little bit more. i don't know how much a tube will tell me if i'm if i'm not allowed to say this kind of thing but there was a there was a group of people that were um given lots of stuff um yes, we were uh, getting
2: yeah it was um a nice little initiative for people who didn't coin sell
4: there
2: you go the team.
1: team yes man yeah yeah well, that, was See, yes, man.
2: that was like you know how the Avengers were first created that was like the the initial the first yes men <laughs> <that> I created <laughs> well, oh yeah God. so
4: that deal consisted of uh, oh was that a deal I ended up on a list somewhere that meant that I got the uh, best three informs um, from each team of the week dropped into my club and yep. I think it was 48,000 FIFA points a month
2: yep yeah, that well. was good
4: well, yeah it was a good deal i missed that bug <laughs> um yeah, yeah. um oh, God. I, I,
2: imagine but, the riots if some people got it now and some people didn't oh, my well, God. do you know <laughs> what
4: just to on it this, that's what made it so hard to make this pick because i had i had every player in the game literally like <laughs> apart from icons um or legends as it were i i had every player in the game um so i settled on Iniesta because it was one that i actually found in a pack um, it did make it a bit boring, just having access to every player. I know it mm. sounds ridiculous, and you wouldn't. No, no, I know know. What mean, a like, lot of people won't believe you, but it, it genuinely yeah. did.
1: It's a very opposite to the free pack project in, in a way. You know, you're not playing with these like you know low rated cards. Who it um, went against everything really I stand
2: it. for. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: You sold, you sold out basically, didn't you, Tom? You sold out. Well, yeah. it was free, and I didn't have to do anything for it. So. <laughs> um, we, we all would have. We all would have. Exactly. Yeah, has anyone else got anything else from FIFA 16? As I said, is it a sort of, oh, I don't know, not particularly interesting year? There was a, another Guarin yeah. card that people brought up, which I looked d- pretty good. But yeah, it's interesting. If people have players from that year, then send them in. We're, we're lacking.
3: I seem to remember it as also being the year of, of Ahmed Musa of him being mm, quite nasty. Yeah, to yeah. Was that it? That was that yeah, no, yeah. you're probably right, actually. I, I think that was 16. Um, 16 or and, 17. I think he was pretty nasty in both but I think he, he first sort of came to prominence in 16 too yeah.
2: 16 was like it wasn't the most interesting year I, I would say it's is the most forgettable FIFA as bad mm. as that sounds the pros like it though because it was the most reliable gameplay wise the gameplay wasn't like enjoyable in my opinion but I know the pros kind of reminisce about it because it's like it, it, it felt like it was kind of like a fighting game in the mm. pro sense where it's like backwards body fate uh ball roll uh, to what's the speed boost, da-da-da, near post shot, like that kind of thing. Like right, If you just right, pulled right. off that combination, it was always responsive. So it's uh, like a online. kind of, um, what
1: would be the way to describe it? It's kind of like minimal in terms of the randomness. Exactly. The yeah, yeah, which pros tend to enjoy. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, as you say, it's not so fun for casual sometimes because you don't get the I don't know crazy long shots and the, the things like that. Yeah, right. it was yeah. pretty
2: dull because I remember the, the, the producer that year kind of wanted it to be a bit more simulation-y. Mm-hmm. um instead of like crazy uh but yeah if you ask like the tasses the gorillas they'll probably say that 16 is probably the best and mm-hmm. it'll sound weird but in, in terms of players yeah i would say i think that was the first time i ever uh, was that the first time i got team with your ronaldo i remember was really op for me i would say him and team year neymar was probably the best player in the game that year mm-hmm. And that's all I remember.
1: Wait, are we, done? are we done this? Yeah. yeah.
2: 16 was boring. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, let's move on. Because we, we're into more recent history, I guess. But FIFA 17 is actually the FIFA that the podcast started um, in. Mm. Um, so we're into that era. And we're also into the SBC era. We're into foot champs, things like that. And it obviously made the game quite different. And it also meant a lot of people sent in their picks from that year. Player of the month, Son, is someone I never, oh, I never gosh. got, but oh, is I possible, yeah, possible he's, will um, always on be list. one of, the, yeah. He, I mean, I think uh, it the, always be of one of the most iconic players um, in oh. FIFA history because he was just unbelievable. I mean, he was an 80, oh, 89 rated player, but he just he felt like he was ninety-nine rated. He was outstanding,
3: and he came from nowhere too. Yeah, yeah.
1: the year before nobody was using him. It was just that year suddenly took off. We've also got another suggestion from a uh, listener and. Uh, who, a man who's come on the podcast a few times, Ian Sterling. Um, I've heard of him. He's brought up Musa Sal, who that year had yeah, this oh my orange God, card. That stupid card. Yeah, and he was, what the was it like, matched. 300k or he, something
2: when he came out? It was oh, mad expensive. That card, you couldn't stop that card. Oh, my mm. God, dude. Like, if he did the shielding with him, that was when shielding was broken. Yeah. You couldn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that card. Physicality. It was a real pig. <laughs> oh, God, oh, I was waiting God. for that, I'm here all week. Guys. Oh no!
1: Um, I'll go into my pick. So, premium SBCs were a thing that year, and there were some oh, cracking cards. And my personal favourite was that El Shawari card. Um, reminded me of those early days when he had actually had five star skill moves, five star weak foot. But yeah, it was it was really really good. Ninety two pace, ninety three dribbling. Actually, okay, physical as well, but he had 88 shooting and 84 passing. Had him and Ronaldo up front, really, really effective. And player that I actually wanted to chat to you about, you, who I personally thought was outstanding. I bought him, and then he was quite cheap as a as an icon, 86 rated. And then I think it might have even been you who really hyped him up, um, Alexi Lalas.
2: Oh my god, he was the he was amazing. He was the most valuable for price icon. He had some kind of crazy physical. That his strength was just like... I'm looking at his stats right now. I think he had... Yeah, he had 86 physical, but his strength was like 90-something. I mean, I'll be honest, like in real life, he wasn't that good. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, he's um, quite
1: funny in terms of that that card that, you know, should he have been an icon? Probably not, but... Probably know, not. He yeah, was really, that, really nah. good.
2: I think that was the North American marketing team being like, yeah, mm. let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get this game hype in North America. FIFA 17, uh, I want to get your you guys' have the opinion on this, but... I think to me that's the that's the best FIFA.
1: I think I think you're probably right, yeah.
2: Maybe it's cuz that was the first FIFA I, I didn't work on, first Ultimate Team I didn't work on, so I was like so happy to just experience it without stress, but I thought that hit the most amount of marks for the most amount of people in the community in terms of like oh you're a pro. Oh you don't like playing gameplay, you like to grind. Oh, you like to do... You know what I mean? Like, you mm. know, SBCs, FUT Champs, um, new content types, new kind of content cards. I just feel like it satisfied people the most all over the board. And That's it awesome. made so many careers in the FIFA community.
1: I also think it's one of those things, you're right, isn't it? That that was the first year of FUT Champs, the first year of SBCs. There's never... Well, I mean, we might see big changes going forward, of course. But in terms of the last three years... It was like the watershed moment, wasn't it, really? And it, and possibly the biggest watershed moment in the whole of foot history because of the SPC factor, I'd say.
2: Yeah, I, I I think FIFA 17 saved foot, in my opinion, because people don't realize how boring FIFA 16 was where we just spammed draft, honestly. Like, we didn't have... There, was nothing, there, was, there wasn't something for you to grind. I know, you know, now we've gone too far into foot champions and stuff like that, but, mm-hmm. like, there just there weren't things to grind for no reason. Like, there wasn't... Uh we we just what we did we literally did draft and we did seasons, division one, and then you got like coins and a kit and that was it. So seventeen I know that in in internally DA it was kind of like a new it was a new set of eyes, like uh, in terms of a new new production uh leads. Hmm. Uh not necessarily like oh they're better than the last guys, but a lot of times in DA sometimes you just need somebody new who hasn't been in the whole Um, flow of things from like FIFA 12 yada 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 so I think they brought you know uh, Gareth Reader some other guys on and just like oh well how come we always did this and uh, you know the old guys would be like because we just always did it but like it just takes somebody to come in and be like Mm. well why can't we do it that way it's not like people didn't want to do it they just never saw it so even that's why I'm happy I left because there's stuff that I could have stopped from happening because I'd be like oh we always do it this way and somebody knew to Mm -hmm. be like oh well why don't we just do it that way
1: yeah and of course you wouldn't have been allowed to come on the podcast either so (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely the right decision (laughs) but yeah it's really interesting isn't it how you know those kind of things have um have shaped the course of EA. you know like the individuals that have been here that nobody really kind of gets to know i suppose as well oh my god yes
2: Too many legends that people will never know, uh, but have saved uh, FUT. Special shout out to Dunans and Dragons. People don't realize he is the most important person at EA, I will yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. right now.
1: And he's a great guy. I've met him, had the pleasure of it. Yeah, yeah
2: he, he has saved, the amount of times he has saved the servers, you think the servers are bad. That man has single-handedly saved servers In since as long as I can remember. That man will will save the servers at 3 a.m. in the morning. Hmm. if he has to uh the true mvp um but in terms of uh cards i would say three come to mind and they are first of all team the season dembele from barca or was it dortmund at that time i think it was dortmund i think it was uh, dortmund
1: yeah yeah it was
2: i, I remember i remember that because he had a one to watch as well didn't he because he yeah he had a he had a one Yeah, that was the first one to watch yeah and his for me that was probably arguably my most fun card of all time like Mm. that was the first time i've liked a card more than ronaldo like i was like i'd rather i had him and ronaldo up top four three one two and he was one of those players that actually felt like 99 pace kind of how like mbappe feels now team of the year where you're like that is what 99 pace is he had the skills his dribbling like he could pull off all the dribbles so there was him um Real Ferdinand, because I mean, AI defending was a bit high. I won't say as high as now, but like you could just play for champs in Division One and Ferdinand will defend for you. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. And then last but not least, the premium SBC David Louise. I thought that was one of the best cards mm,
4: here. Nice. Tom. Who have you got? Uh, all SBCs for me. I got like that was a big, big change, um, mm-hmm. and and has remained that way since uh, since they were brought in. So we already mentioned Sun. We've said what we need to say. Um, also, Player of the Sterling. I think that was the first one. I oh, did. I yeah. sunk so much into that. I put everything I had into that. I mean, yeah, it was it was a year of being addicted to uh, SPCs. The Gerrard that came very late on. I can't remember who they did Gerrard and was it Lampard as well? They put two of them out right towards oh, the yeah, end. Oh N- yeah, the El Era. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um i mean so i even did the gareth barry one um <laughs> which <laughs> that was, was that for premier league appearances or something like that yeah yeah 600 um, was it? no it i'm not yeah 600. i'm not putting him forward as being an um an excellent uh, item, but, uh yeah, i am but yeah that was just demonstrating <laughs> just how de- yeah, it demonstrates how the depths of
1: the SBC addiction <laughs> yeah um barry levels there are a few for me <laughs> yeah yeah no, that's good what about you steve
3: I, I believe I did the very first SBC that was released, and that was Jonas. Correct me if I'm wrong. The, the yeah, Portuguese yeah. League the SBC, SBC yep. and yeah, I, I kind of married myself to a, a Liga Nosh team for the first three or more mm. four months of FIFA because of that. Do you remember how much? It um, got and you? I couldn't get on with him. Um, oh, it was a lot, man. It was probably about three, four hundred thousand coins, <sighs> which to me at that time was a lot. And it was early in the game. Yeah, cycle. it's all you guys isn't it? Um,
4: so and, yeah like, and, and
3: wait, I, I didn't like him Never never really got him to and work And Steve You, you yeah, obviously like,
1: learned From that didn't you And this year You didn't do any Overpriced Brazilian SBCs For strikers Early on in the game
3: I think we both know That's not true <laughs> Moving on To yeah, other players yeah, yeah. That I liked In FIFA 17 It was the year Of the um, the Super sub Herving Lozano oh. I think First came to the fore Was it yeah, yeah. In, in oh, yeah? He had I think he got A team of the season Card With, with 99 pace um, pretty high shooting, can't remember off the top of my head. High 80s. And the other meta card, really, that sort of dominated in FIFA 17 was Kante. And that's when Kante mm. first really sort of became yeah. the, the midfield yeah. destroyer that everybody had, I think. Yeah,
1: that's a Beauty really good point, and actually. And Beauty Bakayoko, one, of course. Bakayoko was. Yeah. And Bakayoko. Uh, unbelievable that year as well. So, uh, FIFA 18 then. Jude. Um, let's let's start with you on this. Have you got any players you enjoyed using that year?
2: Um, Like 18... For some reason, 17 just... I feel like he had a bigger connection with players from 17 and 18. I don't know if anyone else felt the same way. Mm, yeah, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, um, yeah Like to, there's something about 18 where... I, I don't know. I just didn't have that same like, oh my god, this player, Like I'll do anything for this player. You know, I, I put down Team Dear Ronaldo because he was just a beast, but no, that's an easy one. I would say Funnies Alessandrini was probably yeah. the guy that really let me enjoy the game near the end. Yeah, I'll say Fonny's Al Sanjini was just one of those guys that, like... It was just weird that, like, a player from MLS... I think that was the first time that a- an MLS player was meta. And I thought that was just so sick that finally, like, you know, somebody who loves MLS, mm. that there's a player from the league that can actually be, like, you'll see him in pro player teams um, and things like that. So, and as much as I hate this card, I think... You know like Tom said, like that the birth of Lozano was seventeen. I think like the 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 final form Lozano was uh, eighteen. With uh, there was that sub that everybody freaking had. Was it or maybe it was seventeen? I don't know. The eighty four Lozano that like everybody had uh, mm, yeah, on their yeah, bench. That,
3: that's the year when he really became, he was absolutely everywhere.
2: Yeah, yeah he 19. was like that's my most hated card last year, but I have to I have to respect that card at the same time. You know,
4: and. Uh- Tom, did you have any particular picks from this year? More SBCs, I guess. Uh, no, actually it wasn't. Well, some of them might be. But um, I got the Path to Glory Milinkovic-Savage. Um, oh, yes, yes. And then, you may I may not remember, but you actually helped me build a team around him. Um, yeah, I did. actually she... quite a nice team. I think I ended up with the SBC Insigne and, and Anderson, who was a Cam, the birthday Anderson, and I moved to Stryker. Yeah, I I do um, remember that, yeah. yeah. That was your suggestion, was moving him yeah. to Stryker. So, yeah, that was... I think it started as an 86 and got upgraded a couple of times, so it was one of those for me. It was like, oh, I just can't really move him out. Mm. Um, Birthday Tory, That was... Because um, it's was obviously his first year of objectives as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and that was uh, that was a reward for one of the objectives. I can't remember what it was now. I don't think it was too much of a grind. It was 10 matches of something. It wasn't too much of a pain, and that ended up being... Um, really really useful who else do we have I used informed Fellaini for over 250 games I made a note of wow I don't know why (laughs) that is crazy (laughs) I said I got like personally attached to players and he just sort of stuck in my squad and stayed there for a very long time Um, um, Pushkas Pushkas used for a very long time as well Um, and one to watch Bruma have to bring him back and give him another little mention stuck by him for a very very long time waiting for an upgrade that never came (laughs) Um, yeah there you go
1: Yeah so for me um two players who were i guess you know really the players of their generation Ronaldinho was back after he'd been gone for a long time and I didn't mention him before because I would have just mentioned him every single time because obviously being a huge fan of him and in real life and playing with him over the years he was just great even when he had about 50 pace towards the end he was still still a player I was using and enjoying but yeah the way that he came back obviously as an icon and and eventually did the SBC for the 94 rated um, version at the end um and uh, it was a bit of a weird moment as i submitted the um i think it was the you know that 91 rated perlo we got or oh, it was very easily obtained around christmas time that year
4: yeah, so that was about that was about forty k, wasn't it? I think it cost me as a gift, really. Yeah, it? yeah, it was. It was went through the
1: heartache of like ending up submitting him into uh, Ronaldinho because it was really the only way I could afford him at the time. Um, and I remember that being quite a, a sort of bittersweet moment um, as I did that. And then of course they brought out the SBC again like a month later. So and then of course the other player of their generation, Vincent Aboubakar, eighty six rated, uh, in form was just an outstanding player and really really enjoyable to to play with early on in the game. I had this hybrid around informed Chupo Moting, uh, Stoke and uh, Gelson Martins as well who hadn't really, really, really good inform actually. So yeah, I I think it was one of those things where I don't really remember, apart from those two any particular standout players, even though it was last year, but also proved by the mentions that we got. I guess it's a bit too recent history so we didn't get many people um, dropping in FIFA 18 players.
3: The the two players that I'd bring up from from FIFA 18, I always remember it as being the year of of team of the season cards being more easily attainable, yes. I think they were mm. given out in in weekly rewards, a few of them, yeah. Carlos Lopez springs to mind who was he was a Spaniard in the Polish League, so he was a bit of a nightmare to link for a card that you basically got for nothing, as I remember it he was he was real fun for a few weeks mm. that that 's a card that sticks in the in the mind, the other one is a card that sticks in the throat, uh, my pack day an untradeable Sadio Mane team of the season. Mm. And I don't know if you guys have ever had the same thing, but it didn't matter what squad I put him in or which system I tried to play him in. He made a perfectly well-functioning squad turn to complete horse shit just merely by being there. (laughs) Um, And I've never really known a card do that before. Players became clunky. The whole thing just fell apart every time I put Sadio
1: Manny in the team. The, that it just sounds me? pretty psychological, but uh.
4: yeah, I had him, and I don't remember that. but I probably <laughs> didn't. I don't remember using him very much. So that was that was later on. I mean, Tom,
1: it wasn't exactly the same card, so maybe Steve's just true. Had...
4: Maybe there's just something wrong with yours.
1: Maybe I yeah, I just had a cursed one, perhaps. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, that brings us to the end of our recap of the various different players we used. As I said, do send in your suggestions. Um, you know, Drop us an image of a player that you enjoyed using. Maybe a player's record or something. I might bring it up next week um, as well. But one thing that um, I did want to say, it is FIFA 19. We have Foot Birthday just around the corner and it is the 10-year anniversary. So, Chu, do you think we can expect something particularly special?
2: Uh, I mean, they kind of have to. Like, I- I'll be real, this year... FIFA 19 has been the best year of content, in my opinion. I know that uh, yeah, yeah. you know there have been a lot of mistakes. There have been a lot of, I guess, misjudgment of, like, SBC prices. But in terms of cadence, this is what we've actually wanted. Like, I think they've actually, like, hit it mm. right on the head in terms of, like, because I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, like, the funny thing now in the FIFA community is, like, we've had so many promos and like there's like one week without like a big promo. It's like oh my god there's no promos I'm like dude honestly like I can't even keep up with the amount of stuff like I think it was two weeks ago like during Ball, I was like I don't even know what's going on maybe it's because like you know some of us are old like myself um, <laughs> but you know there's so much to go on with so I think you know 10th birthday and the fact that you know new content team and I think that's why like there's been a lot of mistakes and stuff like that because I think it's a new content team like uh, I think the last member of my generation Left uh, earlier this year, so there's kind of like the new guys like learning as they go. So, mm. um, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a few more mistakes, but you gotta. I, I mean, I know people outside of VA, you know, the fans will be like, This is ridiculous, but as someone that's been there, like, I know it's just gonna take some time, probably not until 20, that they'll they'll nail it. Um, I would say that with the way they're kind of having crazy ideas in terms of like, Let's just do this card for fun, this card for fun, why not? Um it should be a good promo for foot birthday.
3: Mm, yeah, definitely. Will there be free packs too?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they sh- I mean did they do that last year? I don't think they did, but they should be. Yeah, you would it- kind of expect We'll
1: that. take that as a yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and you, uh I know you've got a head off and we're winding down, so thank you very much for joining us for this foot birthday and nostalgia special.
2: Uh no problem. Glad to be part of this and uh Happy 10th birthday to FUD. I'm glad uh, I was part of uh, four years of it.
1: And if anyone, of course, wants to keep up with you, if you don't already, it's at ChuBoy. Boy.
2: Yes, C-H-U-B-O-I on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff.
1: Fantastic. Thanks again, Chu. See you all soon. Right, no problem. Bye-bye. So, Tom, podcast debut. One thing I was going to ask, being someone who was many, many years ago replying in the YouTube comments saying that you should use particular players for the free pack projects and, and never seeing you use them, is there any chance of uh, a return? At all ever?
4: Uh, yeah, never say never. I think I've always wanted to go back to it. Definitely, uh, it, I said to Steve, it's um, with rivals and stuff. It's primed for it now. Like FIFA is mm. it, got to get my children grown up first, and then <laughs> I'll have more time. Yeah. And then, and of then of get them good at video editing, and then you can outsource your. There's two things. So I've got two. So one of them I'll have to get good at. Uh, I'll train them up on video editing. I think I'll probably line up my daughter for that. And I'm going to get my son grinding SBcs. For, mm, nice,
1: uh, packs for
4: the packs. content. Yeah, and then and then that's you know all I have to do is play matches.
1: Great, yeah, and do the commentary.
4: But be right. And do the commentary, of course, yeah.
1: Just to add as
3: well, I mean, this has been quite a nostalgic episode and there'll be a lot of people out there who are wondering what on earth we're talking about with the Free Pack Project because it's been a couple of years now. So if anybody, you know, if anybody wants to change from the the general FIFA content that's being pumped out on YouTube, definitely go and look up the Free Pack Project because it was a great, great series. Mm. It really was. And
4: I'm not just saying that (laughs) because from from about (laughs) series two onwards, it was I think the the first series I was just trying to figure out what it was but um, <laughs> it got a bit better as it went
1: on No, there, there are some crackers out there and, and if you just go back and I guess you can watch through the series no, it's great to to have you on Tom and also the Thank other you. thing is that people can keep up with your goings on on Twitter
4: where can people find yeah. you? Uh, they can find me at TEM1985 uh, if they just want to see what I I basically just post pictures of players that I've packed now that's pretty, <laughs> pretty much what <laughs> I'm doing Tom huge thanks for coming along we had planned to do
1: some interesting kind of network well I say interesting We'll find out when it's we get. Um, <laughs> we were going to do some stuff around network, how to improve your connection, what might be the cause of people's problems, and, and kind of things like that, which I think is very useful stuff. But we have had quite a long nostalgia trip, so we're going to save it for a future
4: week. Yeah, we'll do it some other time. We had such a laugh talking about uh, the past that we, it, time ran away, didn't it? So yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, can you just before you go say Mario Gomez one more time? <laughs> Mario Gomez, I can't do the voice. I'm not gonna do the. I'm not gonna no, do no, no. Cha, cha, cha. <laughs> <And> the cha <laughs> I can't do that. There we go.
1: And uh, Steve. I know you've enjoyed this one, so yeah. I don't even need to thank you, but thank you very much for coming.
3: I have. I've enjoyed this one particularly, Ben. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a good laugh and a good trip down memory lane. Yeah. A lot of it to today's before my uh, my foot day, so uh, I found it particularly interesting. Yeah. Hope the listeners have too. Yeah,
1: and Steve, did you enjoy this week's Foot Weekly beer?
3: This week's Foot Weekly beer was fine, Ben, yeah. Um, it was a fruity little number, something that I wouldn't ordinarily drink, and that's one of the great things about it. I guess you get a, um, a variety... Of of flavors and beers that you wouldn't normally probably select.
1: Great. and you know it really sounds like you've rehearsed that, but that genuinely—that's 100% genuine enjoyment of the craft beer. So it is. No, absolutely. Yeah, it's
3: it's a good little selection. Yeah,
1: great. And of course, um, any of you guys out there want to drink along with Steve? um, Obviously, 18 plus and all that kind of stuff. Drink responsibly, etc., etc. Beer52.com slash foot is where you can find that and of course thank you listeners for sending in all your suggestions we really enjoyed them many hundreds of replies to that tweet which you can find on twitter.com slash pod. and of course if you have any suggestions because you don't follow us on twitter you didn't see the tweet and so are wanting to desperately send in your players that we haven't mentioned then don't worry you can just go footweekly at mail.com alright see you all next week have a good one
0: Bye. Bye. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more, so you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros.
3: Is this a good point for me to just say that my dog is snoring its tits off so I'm just going to have to move it outside because the mic will be picking the movie It's just going to two seconds, guys. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> now we get to see how the sausage <laughs> is
2: made, though.
4: Yeah.
2: Bomb up. Bombed up.